Bam 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 Welcome back, everybody. It's Go Help Yourself, your weekly self-help comedy comedy podcast. (laughs) Thank you. Off to a strong start, everybody. (laughs) This is a comedy self-help podcast to make life Life suck less. less. Hosted by Lisa Linky and Misty Stinnett. Here we are in your ears. It's not your full frontal Friday where we review a book. It's not a full book book review. No, you can go away if that's what you want. Today is Tuesday, and it's time for your weekly Weekly beef. beef. And um, we're going to check in on homework. And then yeah. we're going to do whatever the fuck we want to do. Yeah. We've got some we're pr- women and we're in control and we do what we want. You we- sound like a character uh, from, uh, oh, you sound like what? Missy on um, what the Netflix Nick Kroll animated show that I love so Big much. Mouth? Oh my God. Big Mouth is perfection. I love it. It's so good. Okay. So, um, uh, but please do visit us uh, on our other episodes to listen. But oh. this week we're checking in because last last Full Frontal Friday's episode was Get Paid What You're Worth yep. by Robin Pinkley and Gregory Northcraft. That's right. And I assigned you, Misty, to negotiate anything. You did. And I was really hoping that like a big negotiation would come up that I could <laughs> practice or something that was a little bit more like data centric. But what came up is Heather is back in town. Yes. And I wanted to take her out to a nice dinner. Yes. Um and I I was it's interesting because she's she's very like whatever you want. That sounds great. She's very polite when mm-hmm. we're making plans mm-hmm. and very she will concede to me because we're both trying to take such good care of each other. I know you guys are from Florida, but you are straight up Midwestern polite. Oh, I love it. for sure. Also, our mother is Canadian, so maybe that explains oh boy, a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, there's a lot of like, whatever you think is great, whatever you think is great. Well, so I'll do whatever you want to do. Yeah. So I, uh, we were trying to decide where to go to dinner. And I was like, well, there's this restaurant I want to try, but I could sort of tell that Heather wanted to do like a strictly Italian thing. But there were so many good Italian restaurants that it was tough to decide like, okay, well, we could go here for that dish or there for that dish or whatever. And we were having a tough time. And finally, I was just like, what if we did a little food tour? Like, what if you expanded the I pie. expanded the pie? Literally, um, the Italian pizza the pie, ricotta Nutella pie. Um, so our plan is actually today okay. to um, we are gonna start at uh, A R Cucina oh, in my yeah. neighborhood to get the best beef bolognese ever. Thank you. Then we're gonna go to Pasta Sisters for lasagna. You're having a progressive dinner. Yeah, we're having a progressive dinner. Oh man, that would be really fun to plan with friends. I haven't done that in a, a really dinner. long time. Oh, I love that. I've just got to figure out like who lives close to each other yeah. to do this progressive dinner. Or do it restaurants in one area. Yes, yes. But it is nice when it's like at we're going to start yeah. with like salad at my house yeah. and then we're going to drive to Lisa's house to yeah. have a main course and then we're going to do dessert at Sam's. Yeah. yeah, I know. <laughs> Nightmare. Um that's really fun. Yeah, I forgot well, about that's that. That's great. And yeah. what, when that came to you, we both lit up nice. because everybody gets what they want. Like we get to try new things together, yes. but we also get to do the beef bolognese I wanted, yes. the lasagna she wanted that's to try. So fun. And it's like, it's novel, it's exciting. Like, how often are you like, we are deliberately driving to two or three restaurants? <laughs> I love that. And I hope you, uh, I'll ask you, did you experience this sense of like when it feels like it's kind of stuck, when the, when the pie gets expanded, it's like an almost like, 
opens up. Oh, totally. Yeah. Way more spacious, way more exciting. There was like room for everyone's experience. And I'm also excited because we can sort of, with less pressure, hit up like happy hour prices at one restaurant and then go to another. You know, so it's not like this crazy. Yeah, because sometimes it's like dinner's an investment. It can be very expensive. And it's like, cool. So let's try a few things and like keep it light. I fucking love that. Yeah. So thanks for the homework. Everybody remembers how adorable Heather is because she was our guest host. Yeah, and super intelligent and yeah. thought-provoking. Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously. Um, okay. Uh, Misty. Lise. I have a listener email here. Mm-hmm. Uh, this email is from Sarah, and the title is Thanks and Book Suggestion. Um, that was the original title. She wrote to us, and we wrote back, and she was so happy. And then she wrote back this email that we're going to read now. Oh, yeah. She says, hi again, Lisa and Misty. Wow. Hey, girl. I was so excited to get your email. Thanks for taking the time. I still love everything about what you're doing with this podcast. Thank you, Sarah. And I expect the universe will reward you very soon. I accept. Thank you. I'm waiting for that Honda CRV EX in Blizzard Pearl White or whatever it's called. It. Cool. I am cool. waiting for LaCroix <laughs> to sponsor us. Thank you. Um, she says, as I've continued to listen and also explore your back catalog, I have a comment and question. My comment is, while I agree that overdrive and libraries are great, what is available to a person in their overdrive app is entirely dependent on the collection of the library system they belong to. It is. And really quickly for anybody who um, this is your first time joining us, at, I have really been a champion of this app called Overdrive. Because Misty a, listens to books. I listen to audiobooks, but also it's not about audiobooks. You can have books checked right out That's to true. your Kindle. That's true or your whatever reading device you have, but it's linked to your local library. And so you don't even have to like travel to the library to get a free book. You can mm-hmm. put books on hold. So I've been a real champion of this. So she makes this great point. Yeah. She says, I belong to the wonderful Montgomery Floyd Regional Library in Southwest Virginia. And while they do their very best, they just don't have the resources of a big city library. Right. So on my OverDrive app, I can get the power of now and out of the books you've covered. That's about it. Wow. She says, but I have a tip. Yes. I'm a professor, and my university library can get almost anything through interlibrary loan. A lot of people don't realize that the many university libraries will allow unaffiliated local residents to also join for free. So that is a great library resource. More people should check out. Ha ha puns. So... We want That's to say brilliant. thank you, Sarah, for making us aware of this. The limitations. The limitations. Of overdrive. Um, and then if you are fortunate enough to live in an area that has a university that also allows unaffiliated local residents to right. check out. If you're near that. That's an option as well. So thank yeah. you. That's an incredible resource. Then she offers us a je provoke. A provocation. Yes, she a does. A thought-provoking question. She says, my question is, what should we do about useful self-help if the author has written something really helpful in one arena, but really fucking hurtful or downright comfort for the oppressors in another do we throw out all the good advice call it into question ignore the bad stuff this question springs from my reading of the subtle art of not giving a fuck which Mm. was our first book we covered yes she said i was disturbed by the part in the book where mark manson describes a woman he labels a radical feminist in quotes who ends up getting sucked into a false memory planting scheme in the 80s and tears her family apart by accusing her father of molesting her side note in discussing this book with others we realized it does not appear in all editions so at some point he took it out yeah this I don't part remember of, that mm, in my in the one i read yeah this part of the book sounded a warning note in my mind and caused me to consider the gender of the person in his examples, often himself a privileged white man. I then went to Manson's website and read several of his, quote, star blogger posts where he rails against feminism and calls fourth wave feminists a bunch of whiners and blames women for discrimination. Here's a direct quote. If you want to see more women in STEM, then be a woman in STEM. 
end quote. She says, as a woman who, for my actual job, researches the fucking terrible experiences of many women and and people of color in STEM, nope. Yep. She says, I also read up on his previous dating advice service and dating book for men. Two frowny faces. Oh, God. While I liked aspects of the book before doing all this research, I must admit that I was no longer able to enjoy the book and do not find myself recommending it to friends. She says, all right, that was a super long story to go with my question, so I'll end there. But if you have the time, I would love to hear your thoughts. And now I'm heading back to your epic takedown of the secret smiley face. Oh, my God, Yours truly, Sarah. Sarah. So, Sarah, thank you. But she's this example is not alone. Tony Robbins has recently been called into question because there's that video confrontation of him about the Me Too oh, movement. It's, it's everywhere. It's Michael Jackson's music. What do we do? Woody do we Allen's movies. To, yes. You know, Roman Polanski. It's like, what What do we do? Right? Like, we all know Frank Sinatra was a womanizer. Mm-hmm. But his contributions to the American songbook are so great. How do we reconcile this? So this right? is a larger question. It's a larger question. I would like, love to maybe just narrow it down to self-help to for self-help. the moment. That's great. I think... What, what do you think? This is really, uh, man, the, and this is my gut response. I have not prepared an yep. answer to this. Neither of us I did. haven't. Um, I think if there's anything that is useful to you and diminishing anxiety, increasing quality of life, mm-hmm. right, um, I think you should take it yeah, and, and incorporate it. it. Yeah. I think— I think maybe, you know, uh, if you are in a position like Lisa and I are, we can really um, promote these authors or not. Yeah. We can't, you know, if if you are, like, for instance, how many times have we invoked Gay Hendricks? Oh, my God. His advice, even he though we strongly on. disagree. I mean, it's like. Oh my God! This is this is a but layered question. But we found question. one nugget. We did. But I guess my point is: is there a way to take what's useful from wherever it's coming, but it but not financially support a person th- whose views you strongly disagree with, or you know, like yeah. that that comes to like checking out the library book or borrowing it from a friend or something? But it, I, I don't think there's a blanket answer to this because it depends on the egregiousness of the offense like here we are with rachel hollis being like she is problematic but she is not she's not like spouting like neo-nazi rhetoric at us you know so it's like how i I agree with you i also think there's two things that we can do one we can like you said take what's useful for us because look even a broken clock is right two times a day Right. You know what I mean? Right. Take what's useful for us. And two, I think then we can always provide it in context when we pass it along. Yes. We do say Gay Hendricks, whom we hated, yes. said this one valuable thing. Yes. So if you are going to use uh, information from that book when you reference it, I think you can do the responsible thing and yeah. say, just so you know, if you were going to buy the book, yeah. he has said some problematic things. Yes. And then let people make their choice. Yes. And I... Uh, I do wish that I'd known more about Mark Manson's views. You know, it was our first But it was such episode. a big New York bestseller. Like, we, we can't, well, we don't know that. Totally. And we don't do a deep, deep dive into all of these authors every time. You know, we have limits as well. But that definitely would have colored the way I approach the book I or my also, review. Because I, I really have been touting him as like, you've got to read this book. But I do find the book valuable. Uh, well, of course. I, I mean... 
I think also we do have in North American culture, we do have a kind of like pedestal, right? Yeah. Some somebody is either all right or all wrong. Right. This cancel culture idea. Right. And I don't think humans exist like that. Right. Nobody is all good or all evil. Yeah. But I think we all get to choose what works for us. Yeah. Like for me, I'm comfortable with everything Michael Jackson up to uh off the wall. There's a couple things on uh Beat It and Thriller that I'm like, you know. I'll still listen to them, but they make me uncomfortable. Right. But that's me. And also, I get to choose what I like yeah. in terms of music yes. and in terms of movies. Yeah. For me, I am no longer comfortable watching Woody Allen movies. But that's me. Some people love it and will watch it a hundred times and feel great about it. And I'm not going to take that away from them. I right. will debate with them about the right. appropriateness of him marrying his adopted daughter. Right. Till the day I die. Right. But in terms of authors, I think we can put into context their opinions and their points of view. Totally. And it's all relative because if you are a person who's like, I think feminists are a bunch of whiny bitches, then you're not thinking that Mark Manson's saying anything wrong. That's right. Right? So it's it's all relative. But I, I think, you know, it, it's about internal boundary setting for yes. yourself. And also, you know, shh. If you find something that's going to bring you enormous relief, why deny yourself? You know, like, it. I guess it's, I don't know. It's tough. It's I also, because you're my friend, Sarah, I want you to have what you want. So I encourage you to write him and say, this is my job. This yeah. is my area of expertise. Yeah. And what you said was incorrect. Right. And the absolutely have more dialogue. Like, if we could take anything positive about it, it's to have these discussions. Yeah. And I also think that people grow. Like, if I read a journal entry of mine on my viewpoints from 15 years ago, Ugh. I could be completely different now. So I guess the question is also, like, how has the person involved? There's just so much context involved. Yeah. But I would love to know uh, how you feel who are listening. Yeah. You know, what do you think? Is it, should it be a hard line? Does it depend on the, the um, enormity of the offense? Yeah. You know, like the depth of the, because it's like, if uh, we're not going to read Mein Kampf and be like, wow, Listen, there was this really great nugget in Mein Kampf. If like, Brock we're not Turner writes a, a self-help book, oh, I'm my not going to read we're it. We're going to light it on fire. <laughs> but also, is that fair? Like, what if he's really, you know no, what I mean? Oh, There's oh, a, oh, I know, it's tough. So, so Sarah, I, I would invite you to write to him and say, this is my expertise and my experience. Are you willing to have a, a conversation? Can I share with you my perspective? But what a great question. Critical thinking question. And Thank I you. really am dying to know. We're, you know, go I help love yourself. Critical thinking and self-help. Me too. And we're go help yourself podcast at gmail.com. Yes. We are uh you can direct message us on Twitter. We're at we GHY Podcast. We always answer. And in DMs we on do, Instagram. Which is go help yourself podcast on Instagram. So that was Fucking brilliant. We are so grateful. Um, yeah, this isn't easy. Yeah. This this is a topic that we have been able to record, you know, we're nearing 100 episodes. Yeah. And the next couple months, and it's like we're barely scratching the surface, and this is why. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you so much. And to everybody, may your critical thinking be, be abundant. abundant. Go Help Yourself, a comedy self-help podcast to make life suck less, was produced by Misty Stinnett, Lisa Linky, and Matt Sav. Our theme song was also written by Matt Sav. He's amazing. <laughs> do you want to get in touch? You do. Email us at gohelpyourselfpodcast at gmail.com. And you know you can also find us on the social medias, Instagram at gohelpyourselfpodcast.com. 
Twitter at GHY Podcast or check out our website, GoHelpYourselfPodcast.com. And if you liked our podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes to help other people discover our show. It's really the least you can do. And why don't you tell all of your friends? Bye! Bye.